Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 73 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show today, we've got week four of the Hastings Report with Leon Pettit, that ESFL veteran. Another round of Tim's takes with his latest from the women's team. Timothy Booth-Jones brings us exclusive post-match from Rebecca Ralph and Billy Wood. And then we've got the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And it's a cosy one with me, Big Malk, and Adam Smith, Hastings Supporters Club Chair, and Match Day Twitterati. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to the SBTS shoutouts. And first of all, the big man himself, Gary Histed. It's his birthday. This shout-out comes from all of us, but in particular from Maria, Shannon, Grant, Shannon, and Gina and all his footballing friends and family. His birthday's on Saturday, and Gary, I hope you have a good one. Also, another birthday shout-out. George has reminded us that Stephen Gibbs is 66 this week. Happy birthday, sir. Now over to week four 
of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to have ESFL veteran uh, here, Leon Pettit, for week four of the Hastings Report, reporting on all our games, our local games in the Hastings area. Leon, first of all, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I enjoyed a nice day out at Lewis on Monday. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah game, had a game last night. Well, obviously recording Thursday. Had a game Wednesday evening. 45 minutes out, still suffering a bit, but no, all good. Yeah, but was that a proper match? I mean, actually... Uh, fr- friendly. Uh, friendly. So you were playing uh, St. Leonard's Social on the Saturday, though, weren't you? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. talk about that? I, I um, yeah. 1-5-3. The keeper gifted us two two goals at least. I felt quite sorry for the lad, really. It was some bad clangers in there. And then, uh, yeah, come Wednesday, we played outside, um, outside of Scum. And I think warming up, I, I still ate from Saturday, so... Uh, and that was, that was, yeah, four all. It was a good game. So we've had a good pre-season with Iquishim so far. So Yeah? So you're going to stay there? Season. You're staying with them? Yeah, no, I've signed, signed for Iquishim, yeah. Iquishim, yeah. yeah, got the best terms from Iquishim. Yeah, so, and yeah. those terms, I mean, are you willing to talk about beer value? No, I don't, can't, can't tell you. It's all confidential. Yeah, yeah. What I can say is Queen's Ed after each home game. <laughs> right then, so moving straight into this uh, sub combination. Uh, first of all, there was the FA Vars game, uh, Stoning Town versus Little Common. Uh, Little Common managed to uh, win that 1-0. Uh, Sam Ellis got the goal. Leon, uh, your thoughts? Nice to see Little Common getting a victory. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they can take take that going forwards. I know they're still yet to get all... I think they're still yet to get a win in the league. So, um, yeah, to, you know, it's got to go away from home, get a result. You know, it's quite a goal quite late on. Be Yeah, it'd be a good feeling. Moving on to other sides in the Southern Combination, Bexhill playing Eastbourne United, funnily enough, at Eastbourne Borough. 241 there. Um, did have a few people that I know that were at the game. And, uh, well, they did say that Bexhill didn't really turn up in the first half. They were down 3-0, eventually lost 4-2. So, yeah, Be- Bexhill's uh, goal scores were Joe Summerbell and Hayden Beaconsfield. Um, it seemed like a mountain to climb after the 3-0, but, I mean, they tried their best, unfortunately lost it. Lost it, lost it in the first half. Obviously, didn't they, Leon? Yeah, a bit of a blow for Bexhill. Really, I knew, I knew it'd be a tough game for him, but I was I was surprised by the scoreline. I thought it might be a maybe like a two, you know, a two-one close game. But yeah, like like you say, it sounds like Bexhill didn't turn up. You sort of think maybe if it had been a if it had been at the Pole Grove, it might have been. I know they had a good crowd there, but how many of that was Bexhill? Was it a few Eastbourne locals watching? Felt it, you know, a better. A bigger Bexhill crowd behind him on their own pitch could have been a could different been a outcome different story, for him. Yeah. yeah, possibly. But early days yet, so. Absolutely, absolutely. So then, moving on to uh, on the Monday, Little Common uh, were at, at Eastbourne Town. F- finished 2-2. Um, we're talking about a 96-minute equaliser from uh, Sam Crutwell, who's, uh, I don't, I think he's been out for, was he out for over a year at one point when he, uh, Leon? He has been, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I can't remember what with, but that I don't know. I know he's been out for a while, and uh, we've got that goal, and here it is. <laughs> Even though Little Common were down to ten men, managing to uh, get a draw and a fantastic goal there, wouldn't you agree, Leon? Yeah, that must have felt like a win. For him to yeah to get a goal that late on and their first goal is probably 
good timing as well. Lewis Hull right before half time, I believe. So um, yeah, it's good to, good to see Sam Crutwell back after a, a long time out. It would be like a new new signing for him. I'm, I'm sure you you know you and me both remember him from Hastings. He oh, was, absolutely. Yeah. He was quality at that level, so it would no doubt be yeah quality for Little Common. So yeah, yeah. so Just good to see him back. So we move down to the Mid Sussex Football League. First of all, we go uh, Battle Town. Now Battle Town, um, unfortunately, uh, lost to Rygate Priory three-one uh, at home. Glenn Carrick got the goal. Their captain, Be- Battle Town's captain, um, Dane Smith, got simbined. Um, it's not started well for Battle Town, has it really? No, I think they were up against it before the game even started. Apparently, only. Um, their bare eleven turned up, and two oh, really? two more Blimey. players didn't were no show, and their managers currently on holiday. So it was all a bit, yeah. I think it's all a bit makeshift. <laughs> I really. didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Oh god. But, oh, yeah. Well. But it's one of those because Rygate Priory also newly promoted, so it would have been one of their games they probably wanted to hit the ground running. But yeah, it's just it's one of those days really for battle. It weren't to be. Right. So then we move on to, well. The dominant force in uh, Mid Sussex Prem is Hollington United. Four-one winners uh, against Rotherfield. Got goals from Zachary McHenry, Joshua jo- Elliott Noy, and uh, Daniel Tewksbury. Uh, they also, you know, it's Hollington, so they also had a someone Simbin, which was uh, Bradley Pritchard. Just an assured performance, really. Again, um, well, they're the front runners, aren't they, Leon? Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean. It- it was Rotherfield's first first game of the season, so it's uh, not a nice introduction for him. Yeah, you, 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 I think we expected Hollington to come away from that game pretty comfortable winners, really. Yeah, and well, you said last week as well. You think you thought that, so yeah, yeah, mm. they certainly were. Now we've got um, the other the the rivals to Hollington uh, in, in the fight for the title. I think. Is uh, Westfield and uh, they played Ashurst Wood away. And talking of Hastings connections, um, Jordan Ray's playing as uh, centre half. Jordan Ray's in the Westfield team, but also his brother uh, is where well, he was sub sub for Westfield as well. William Ray. So mm. again, impressive winners. George Landace and uh, Corey Wheeler got the goals, and um, we've got both of them. Yeah. So Westfield um, Westfield have got a cracking home game next Saturday. Uh, they're playing Hollington. I mean that—that's a tasty one, isn't it, Leon? Yeah, that will be. Yeah, obviously both off to a flyer. Fa- Who do you fancy? Who do you fancy in that? I, I, At Westfield, I, I, I still fancy Hollington to edge it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think they've got a bit more, okay. a bit more about them, maybe. But I, I just just going by what I've seen on online on Twitter, and I haven't I haven't seen either team play, so. So I might have a different opinion, but I'm, I'm predicting Hollington. You willing to have a little wager on that if I go for Westfield? Well, 50p. <laughs> <laughs> My lunch right. money. Sport, a sport, well, we'll have a sportsman's bet on that. All right, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Right, so seven combinations. Little Common are playing tomorrow night, um, half seven, at the recreational ground against Hassocks. Um, what are we thinking there? Do we think Little Common might get their first win? Hope so. I don't know. There's uh Hassocks have won one three, lost two. Uh we currently sit seventh. I mean, you, you think there is the results little common had over the weekend, you know, they'd be confident going into this game. So hopefully they can 
pick up their first league win. Okay, and uh, our other side in the Southern Combination, we've got uh, Bexhill United are away at Stunning Town. Away to Stunning Town, who just played uh, Little Common, uh, got a draw. You, you've got to think Bexhill are going to win that. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Bounce back after their defeat. Looking to bounce back, weren't they? So I have that bit of extra fire in their belly. Also, the Peter Bentley Challenge Cup starts up and Bexhill United will be playing on the 6th, so that, that'll be before we record again, um, against um, AFC Uckfield Town. Again, I think you'd expect Bexhill to win that, wouldn't you, Leon? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even look that far forward, to be honest with you. Oh, OK. Yeah. All right, and well, what 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 show we have today, right? And uh, a little common are playing at home on the sixth. Uh, they're playing in that obviously in that Peter Bendy Challenge Cup against New Haven. Now I'm not sure that could be a quite a tight one. That yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck to them. Right, moving on to the Mid Sussex uh, fixtures. So the the other fixture, other than the the big battle at Westfield, is um. Well, Settlescombe Rangers versus Battle Town. Now, obviously, you know, I've seen Settlescombe and they've got goals in them, but they're a little bit leaky in defence. But uh, I, I would I would think Settlescombe are going to win that game. What about, what do you think, Leon? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, home fitch. So having just played out at Settlescombe, they're, they're a lovely flat, big flat pitch to mm. play on, whereas Battle surface ain't really been that great out there. So it might... Might play more into Settlescombe's hands a bit there. So I, I'd predict Settlescombe to edge that and, uh, yeah, to continue the torrid torrid time for battle, unfortunately, for them. Oh right then. OK, then. So we're moving on to the uh, East Sussex uh, Football League, the big kickoff for the September. We've got five fixtures. We've got Pummet Town first versus Rye Town first. Sidley, this is, uh, a, well, a depleted Sidley from the from last year. Um, we obviously wish them the best of luck. Uh, Sidley United against Rockinor. We've got St. Leonard Social against Bexhill Amateur Athletic and Crowhurst against West, Westfields of Reserves and Hawkehurst United first against Robert, Robertsbridge United first. Uh, that's the first week of the ESFL. Now, all I can say is now the real football starts. Looking okay. forward to it, yeah. Um, we've had an interesting few weeks when um, when we did the the, the round table with mm. with uh, you know Sidley with uh, John Carey, yeah, John Carey, Aaron Scrace. Who else was it? Harry Stapley. Yeah. I think we sort of predicted Crowhurst to be right up there, which I still think would be the case. But Robertsbridge were looking looking strong at the time, but now they've lost their their management. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows how they'll be looking? But yeah, again, I think Rye Rye Town will be be quite strong again. But yeah, yeah. until until well, we we're see. Good, until we're a good few games in, it's yeah. Who knows? Yeah, and t- talking of that, obviously we got the AFC Hollington. Um, I, I wouldn't say packing it in, but um, um, taking themselves out of the league. I mean, what do you make of that, Leon? I mean. It's all a bit sudden, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, I know they're they're still playing playing friendlies throughout the summer. So um, yeah, as an as an outsider looking in, all I can say is I don't know what really what's 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 going on there. But no doubt, a lot of their players will 
will be sought after after other clubs because they're a very good, a very good bunch of players there. Possibly it might be Hollington United seconds gain. Quite a few of them might end up there. Who knows? So yeah, it's always a shame to see a a, a club fold, but it seems to be the thing these days, doesn't it? Yeah, unfortunately it is. Yeah. Now with this, uh, you know, there's there's multiple divisions in the ESFL. Now we were going to cover the Prem. And if there's any clubs out there that want want to be covered, um, please contact us. We'll do it. We'll we'll cover whatever leagues you want us to. But we're going to start off just covering the Prem and then go from there and see how that goes. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much for this, uh, Leon. Um, yeah, no worries. That was the week that was. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again on on Monday for week um, five. Uh, it's my birthday Monday. It's your birthday. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe see you Tuesday. See yeah, you Tuesday, next, yeah. See you next yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. If you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know and I'll be around. If you got no place to go when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free.
And over to Tim's Takes. Hastings United ladies played their second home league game of the season at the Pilot Field on Sunday and they were hosting New Haven ladies. They recorded the 7-1 victory, which consolidated their position at the top of the table. They were 4-0 up at half-time and played their usual good football. I would say, and they they would probably agree, for a period in the second half, yeah, they lost their focus a bit and they even conceded a goal, which was very rare. But they ended up with three more goals. Um, our goal scorers were Claire Johnson for opening the scoring, um, Charlotte Kerr got the second, Rebecca Ralph scored two, and Sean Heather scored in the second half. Charlotte Kerr got another goal and Kelly Larkin got one of those long-range specials trying to emulate Sam Hasler from Saturday. So 7-1 win, which was excellent performance again. Well, the three points were very useful. Billy brought on quite a few subs. Sophie Reid unfortunately picked up an injury in the first half and was replaced in defence by Victoria Phillips. Brooke Nicholson-Rogan went off and Lauren Sharp had a run and that pushed Jessica Bellahue up on the right wing. She was then substituted by Dominic Beckett. And Rosie Muggridge went off towards the end and Megan Critchfield came on. So we used um, we, yeah, nearly all our subs and probably the best player, well, the outstanding player on the pitch was the New Haven goalkeeper who had to make a number of good saves and really kept the score in check because on the balance of play it could easily have been in double figures. So two wins out of two for Hastings. Ladies, we've got her at home again with a change in fixture to Montpellier Villa next week. Hopefully that will make it three out of three. Good news for us is that one of our rivals, Welling, who both Billy Wood and Rebecca mentioned in their interviews could be one of our main rivals, um, lost today. Um, which is a a bonus. So let's hope the ladies keep on winning and the attendances, there wasn't a bad attendance today, we get more people up there to watch. Rebecca, the season seems to have started very well, two wins. As captain, how do you see the season going? Yeah, well, hopefully we just want to progress from how we've gone on so far. I think we've obviously won very well in both games, but there's definitely things that we still need to tighten up and get better with, uh, because I think we could be punished against um, some more competitive sides. Um, But no, really good, uh, nice to see the new signings gelling in as well with us. Um, And yeah, just we've got a really good basis and foundation, really strong 16, so anyone that's on the bench can come on. Uh, and make a positive impact. So I think that's probably what we were lacking a bit last season. Uh, so yeah, it's really good. Obviously, we're aiming for promotion, which we didn't get last season. Let's not talk about that one. Um, yeah, really good, really good. Happy, happy start from us so far. Good work ethic. Well, actually, last season was really enjoyable for the for the supporters and brilliant. Um, who do you see your main rivals this season? I think we'll be Welling. Uh, I think well, last season they obviously stopped us from getting that promotion yeah. with that last draw. Um, uh, but I think they made some really good signings. Also got a really good manager that's just come in, so I definitely think that they'll be uh, our main contenders. Yeah, well, well, that's a good game up there last yeah, year. Yes, we meant to have them next week, but it's been rearranged. So yeah. a good thing for us. Talking about yourself, Rebecca, how did you start playing football? How did we? What was your uh, first club, as it were? I played for Worthing Miners at the age of eight, and I just was driving with my mum past Broadwater Green and Worthing, and I just saw these girls training on a Saturday morning, and I said, "Mum, I want to do that," and she was like, "Okay." So then next week we went, and then. But the rest is history, really. 
Yeah, all our new signings seem to be making a good impact, and it, it's it's um, our ladies section. Hopefully, we get bigger crowds as, as, oh, as yeah, the season goes. Well, obviously, hoping for bigger from the start. I think considering like the Euros and things, obviously, it's massive for women's football. So we're hoping week by week we might get a bit more interest. We've got like a standard ten hardcore supporters that come every oh, week. Oh, you get a few more than that, Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the yeah, ones yeah, that come yeah, every yeah. week, like home and away with yeah, them. They yeah. travel wherever we go. They get the train and they walk and they're yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get a few more um, as, the, as the weeks go on. What's your favourite position? Because last season, I seem to remember, you are mostly on the left side yeah, of well, defence. My, my first season, I was a 10. And then second season, I was left back and now I'm left wing. I think uh, left wing is actually my preferred. I've got a bit more freedom. So being a left back, if we're playing hard for people, I can't get up join in with the attack as much so I definitely prefer so. Very well done today Rebecca Thank and good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, Thanks very much. Billy, great weekend for Hastings United. Yesterday was fantastic, you know, brilliant win and followed up today with another good win. How yeah. did you see the game from uh, your side? I thought it was good for about 60 minutes. I think it would be better. I think um, sloppy in areas. I think sometimes when you go into like a 2-3-4 goal lead sometimes it can get sloppy because you end up doing things you wouldn't necessarily do if it was a tighter game. Uh, I think we were forcing it a bit too much. I think we need to relax and do what we do best. Um, long story short, uh, I think it was a, well. Look, seven one, seven one is great. Like, yeah, it's a great, great result. But we know we're better than that as well. Like, we probably could have had fifteen goals today. There's a lot of great saves by the keeper. In fact, in fairness to their keeper, definitely, like, you know, to the player of the match. Really, she was. She was exceptional. She made some great saves. Yeah, um, I remember the game at Newhaven last year. I'm yeah. sure she wasn't playing, but she is. It, no, it I can't remember. I can't remember. No. Goal, but I thought she was exceptional. Today. Yeah, she was good. She's uh, she's probably one of the top keepers in this league. Um, and seven goals doesn't really reflect her performance because I think she she if anyone she deserved the clean sheet out there today. The way she played, you know, sweeps well. Yeah, uh, made some great saves from Sean and, and Dersey. Yeah. Um, but look, we still put seven away, and you have to you have to look at that and go. Right, okay. We're a team who score a lot of goals, and the one thing we've got to be really disappointed about today is conceding a sloppy goal because we shouldn't be conceding goals like that. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Um, there's been a change in fixtures next week, is yes. that right? But it, yeah, because it was Welling, which it would was. have been a big game. Well, funny enough, Welling actually lost 3 0 today to Eastbourne United, um, <laughs> which is a bit of a shock. We've, you know, we expect them to be up there with us. I mean, in the running. Uh, I know it's early doors and all that, but we, we had a couple of fixtures against Wellin last year and they're a good side. But we're now home against Montpellier because there's a problem with Herne Bay's pitch, so the pitches are moved around. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're going to that with the same mentality and attitude of trying to win the game of football. Keep winning, Billy, because we need to get promoted. That's it, we do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. You, can't, you can't draw two and lose one and go up in this league, so. That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing what we're doing.
to the SBTS Fan Roundtable and a big shout out to Malcolm and Adam for making it happen. Who else is coming? It's supposed to be Wills and Smithy. I was going to stop doing these. I was just going to do them like occasionally but then I thought oh you know Lewis and that people are going to want to talk about it and well, they don't do they? So. And then they don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the annoying thing about it you know when you're chasing everyone up and all that. It's just... Yeah. Because I know, you, you know, your time's money being a big agent, mate, you're... Well, I see it. Yeah, I can't, uh, you know, I can't hang around with yeah, all exactly. my players who are contacting me, you know, where am I going? Well, uh, where, where's Ross Barkley going? Come on, where's he going then? Oh, I wish he must I be one of yours, isn't he? Yeah, I wish. What's happened uh, to him? Because he was, he was a decent player. What happened to him? He ruined them, didn't he? Some of these bigger clubs, they go there and, you know, when their name's there and they just... Ruin them, don't I? Sad. sad. When you've got the money, you can buy the players so that other people don't play them, and it? it's you, mm. you know. And I 
uh, I've never liked that, but he was one of the better players in another team. So Chelsea got him and you know, didn't really want him. It's just so no one else can have him. But it's a shame. Ruined his Leon, Leon's kept very quiet about his contract. I mean, is it on a need-to-know basis? Is it one of those ones that you're not allowed well, to talk about? I'm struggling with him at the moment. Yeah. struggling with him, you know, because he's got work problems. Well, not problems, but, you know, changing his job and things like that. Mm. Um, so I don't think the commitment's there, but... He's unsettled. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's unsettled. He won his... Uh, I think they were playing St. Leonard's... Well, you, you might not know these teams anyway, but you were playing St. Leonard's... He was buzzing oh, about that. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know about that one. He's obviously keeping it a bit quiet. I don't think he wants to go too far now. It's, nice. No. no, the missus is probably telling him. I think she's got, got a big hand in that. Yeah, so. probably. that's what happens. These women, they ruin you, don't they? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gives me great pleasure to have Agent Stone, Big Malk, uh here on the round table. <laughs> We're on our Todd. Um, everyone else hasn't shown up as of yet. So um, uh, we're just going over... Uh, the weekend's games. It's been a well a tremendous weekend. Uh, four points from six. Um, first of all, the Saturday's game. Um, well, we took a four-one Tonkin. First of all, Malk, your your thoughts on that one? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I must mm. admit, I thought um, as as much as as they were poor. Mm. Um, or not very good. I won't say poor. Um, I'll save that for last season. This season, it's going to be not not that good. Um, <laughs> we were good, um, and I think it, you know it's um, we we stepped up a level, um, and they weren't at that that level. I'm afraid, but yeah, I I enjoyed the game. Good game. Yeah, I mean, from what I caught, I only caught the second half. It did remind me of 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 some of the teams we played last season. Um, the, uh, I felt that a lot of the players that we had on that pitch, we had a lot of threats on that pitch and I felt that um, they just couldn't handle it. They just, they they went into themselves, went into themselves and the young lads um, that obviously uh, Craig Craig knows knows well from his Gillingham uh, dealings. Uh, Gabodi uh, was just bossing it and um, he was a joy to watch. Well, I didn't see the Sam Hasler goal I missed that. Oh, that was an absolute yeah, was a screamer, yeah. <clears throat> as screamers go, I mean, I have to say when he scored it, and I was watching on the replays, and uh, if it was me personally, I'd have run out of the stadium. That's how much <laughs> I'd have been celebrating that one. But, um, he, yeah, obviously, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Crack, some, some cracking goes. Obviously, James Hull's um Assured finish. Uh, he just didn't think he was missing it. So, you know, give him time and he's getting goals as well. So it's, it's with with Ben maybe out for a little bit, it's good that, you know, we've got a few a few people banging in the goals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I must admit, I was sitting in the stand for um, Sam's goal. Um, and as soon as he got it, I was, I was it hit Sam. I mean, not loud enough for him to hear. Yeah. Um, no, I think you should take credit. I would have no, claimed no. that. I would have claimed the credit for it. But come on, go on, Sam. It, 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 it. He just heard this whisper. Went in and just, wow, like, you know. Oh, <laughs> but, just, uh, 
yeah, it was uh, even I um, even I stood up and celebrated. Oh, that's a good know. goal. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good goal. It was yeah. good for for James' goal, like you say, to get a an assist from uh, Louis as well. You know, mm. a long ball uh, from Louis and James running on to and tucked it away. It's uh, yeah, it was some good games, good goals, and um, or good performances rather, and some good goals. Uh, yeah, moving on to Lewis. Now, both me and Malk weren't there. Um, so that, that doesn't help. But obviously, Malk is very close with Craig. Now, what's Craig's thoughts, first of all, on that Lewis game? And I must admit, I haven't spoken to him. I haven't had a chance to speak to him at all. And actually, just before, he was going to ring me yeah. um, today. He said, oh, I'll ring you today. And, yeah. um, and I was going to have a big catch up with him before tonight, you know, and Pretty much, I could have made out I did go. Um, and he, <laughs> he contacted me about 20 minutes ago and said, oh, I'll give you a bell tomorrow. I'll start back at work tomorrow so I can give you a bell in my break. Yeah. Oh, no, so now I don't know his thoughts. I don't know anything about the game. Um, this is this is a brilliant one, this one this week. Um, the As we know, Malk, a big-time agent, is probably something to do with the Ross Barkley situation. That's the, the reason why... Um, he wasn't able to uh, make the game at Lewis. <laughs> but from all the chaps and ladies and gentlemen that I've heard after the game, uh, sending the messages in and the videos, uh, some brilliant videos from the match. And obviously from there was the uh, uh, there was the Lewis train, uh, the half 10 train. Uh, there's many pictures from that of uh, Jaeger bombs at half past 10 on a on the Southern train. Nice. Uh yeah. I mean, that particularly shout out to Matty, who yes was doing that and drunk all day, and then was on a construction site the next morning Ooh. with a massive digger in between two buildings, and he said he's supposed to dig some hole or something, and he was worried <laughs> he was going to take both the buildings out. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't. So well oh. done, Matty, uh, if if you're listening. Um. Yes, yeah, so Lewis, great result. Uh, I have had some whispers from the camp about that game, in terms of that uh, Lewis uh, thought that they only needed to basically turn up to beat us uh, on Monday, and um, that wasn't the case. Uh, it was uh, an assured performance um, from the highlights I saw. Uh, could have could have gone either way. There was chances either end, but um, a real sort of cracking atmosphere and a, a cracking game. Yeah, the um, I I only followed it on Twitter, um, and it I would have said I would have said from Twitter that we uh, we had the better chances, and certainly right towards the end. Um, but I don't know. Like I say, I haven't yeah. spoken to Craig. But... Don't, yeah, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in, Mark. Yeah, that we've got no info. But the um, what, one of the things that uh, might give us an indication is I was on the Lewis Twitter, so I was on the Supporters Club Twitter. Oh yeah, and they were having a big old moan about that they're not getting in the game. That we were very organised and on them, um, and that you know that they could lose this game. You know, so and that was on their Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah. as we know, Smithy Twitter is. Uh, I wouldn't say it's propaganda, but it's. Um, <laughs> it, and it's also know. few and far between that you don't. You know, it's um, you don't get many tweets come through that's the only thing when you are trying to follow it on there um 
You know, it, you can go 20 minutes when you think, uh, what, there's a long injury or what? What's going on? <laughs> well, he's, he's getting too involved, isn't he? He gets a bit excited, yeah. the Smithy. Yeah. So, Gabodi, um, what's what's Craig said about uh, Gabodi and working with him? Mal. He's a beast, really. When you think he's 17, that boy, um, mm. you know, he's a big lad, um, you know, and he's, um, he's a handful. He'll score goals. He's confident. Um, in his own ability, you know, and he, uh, uh, he, he'd say yourself, you speak to him, he'd say, I'll score, I'll score goals. You know, I'll come down mm. here and I'll score goals. Um, but he really does. When, it's always difficult. And I said to Craig, um, you know, when you take a player on loan from um, a league club like that, mm. you know, albeit a 17-year-old, do they actually want to do really well? Because it's obviously a loan club. Or do they really want to do really well? So their parent club takes them back. It, yeah. It's sort of, um, you know, and, and Craig said to me, he, he wants to come down here and do really well, score goals. And if Jill's taking back, they take him back, you know. And But he don't want to come down there and just think, oh, well, it's Hastings and they're down at that level. He wants to come and, and, and show what he's about. Well, he's certainly doing that. Yeah. He's, he's certainly doing that. I mean... Obviously, the better he does, the better we do, and the better for him. Um, I, I have heard rumblings that a lot of Gillingham fans have no idea why he's come here and that why he isn't in their team. But I'm, I'm not a I'm not a big time follower of Gillingham, so I don't know. And talking of people that turn up when they want, <laughs> <laughs> turn up when they want. Hello, Smithy. Right, yeah. So you're saying, you know, if he does well for us, all the better for him. Um, he looks a talent that is is definitely going places. He looks like he's got a lot more grain as well to go. I mean, he's going to be a. I mean, he's already a beast. He's going to be. He's a beast, and you know, he's a big lad and a beast. Nice lad, you know. He's mm. a he's a great lad. Um, and uh, I know Jill's think uh, an awful lot of him. Jill's manager, and um, and that think a lot of him. Um. And like, um, like really with Bailey, you know, they, they let him come there because of, um, you know, the, the way we play football and, you know, he'd be looked after. So, um, yeah, they're, they've got high hopes for that boy and uh, you can see why he's going to, he's raw, um, yeah. but he's got pace, you know, and, and when you think he hasn't played for um, no pre-season or, or really or anything like that because he's only 17 so they um, started theirs and um, you know he's not really been in and around the first team um, so he hasn't played much football so once he gets fit you know he'll be uh, match fit uh, be, he'll be a false yeah. I don't know how long we got him for on loan that's what I'm saying when he scored that second goal and then uh he got subbed on Saturday and I was thinking, bloody hell, Gillingham have already pulled him back. But he's back, <laughs> back on the bus to Gillingham already. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully we can keep him for a little while. Um, uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, our level is our level and, you know, it's really helping us out seeing as, as Ben, Ben Pope seems to have a bit of a knock that he's carrying that might keep him out for a bit, you know. So, uh, yeah, so um, we've actually got someone here who went to the Lewis game. Um, actually, we've got somebody went on Saturday as well. But first of all, your thoughts on Brighton Sea Region? Yeah, Brighton Sea Region, a team I'd love to play every week. 
Your thoughts on them, Adam? If we played them every week, you'd never go. That's true, yeah. Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, that was... We've been performing like that all season, and have, probably other than the Averley game. But it's it's finally nice to get the, the result that the performance deserved. One thing that Malx just mentioned that I think maybe we bring into this is there's a bit of a delay between tweets as well. We need to talk about that, Adam. A delay between tweets. What yeah. do you mean by that? You know, you're a bit a bit sparing with your tweets is what I think Malcolm's trying to say. Ah, but how would you know unless you were there? Because <laughs> you, you, if you're not there, you don't have anything happening on that. Which is what I said, Adam. At the end of the day, there could have been an injury for 25 minutes that you've missed out. And yeah, uh, that's fine. And, and I'd put that down to that long injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom Chalmers was on the floor for a while and uh, no one needed to know that wasn't there. No. He was all right. He's a tough cookie. <laughs> I, I, think, a... Um, I, I think Lewis, there was a lot more tweeting. Was it more constant? Yeah, it was. I, w- I was bouncing between yourself and the, the Lewis Supporters Club um, tweeters. So, because oh, they follow them, dear. On them as well, yeah. I just, you know, you've got to throw a little bit of a little bit of bounce in there as well. Yeah. So, uh, what did they of... make of our performance? Well, they were saying to Mel that that they they were they were annoyed at their own team. Uh, they that you know, I think they thought we were just going to turn up and lose a bit like their team. I hear, but like uh, their actual team, we're performing average, as in Lewis are performing average, and you know if we don't if we don't sort it out, this Hastings team's going to nick the game. That's what what was coming off from their tweets and stuff. So, yeah, well, I mean, I from from my view of that, I think we totally outplayed them and didn't let them play. So mm. as, as good as they've been this season, I mean, I, I haven't followed any of their other results other than they're they're up near the top, but. We totally outplayed him, in my opinion. Well, as you were the only one there. Um, is that your unbiased opinion, Adam? Of course. It is, it is. It, yeah. It's my um, Hastings United Twitter opinion. Oh, and right, that is yeah. always very, very unbiased. <laughs> we, we always mention the other teams. So, I mean, okay. In terms of we, the results there, now we, we're looking forward to Cray. Now we've got Cray coming up next in the FA. First round qualifier. Yeah. Do you, I mean? Do you think, as I as I think that I think that we're we're put out um, a squad team, you know, like a let a few of the players out of the squad play that aren't getting games, um, or do you think we're going to put out a strong side? I think we'll put out a strong side, considering we're not playing again until the week later, are we? I think there's players like Jill and Nori that didn't start at Lewis or probably get a mm. run. But yeah, I mean, I I think it's a competition the club want to do well in. Mm. And it'll be a nice a nice distraction. And hopefully, sort of, you want to keep the momentum going, I'd have thought. You know, even though we can say, okay, priorities the league, it's the FA Cup, whatever happens, happens. If we lose, it sort of stops the little momentum that we've started. Yeah, true. Um, uh, you, would you think is Finn back? Would Finn be back for that? Yeah, I don't is know. He where still Finn banned? Was... No, he, had, he only had a one game ban, as I understand it. So I don't know why he didn't feature against Lewis. Well, his Gabrefo's playing better than him. 
But yeah, Prefo was quality over the weekend. You know, there was glimpses of his leadership in pre-season and I, I think he's continued with that. And even changing to sort of three at the back, bringing Jake Elliott in, in as one of the three, it, it still worked really well. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Prefo, I must admit. He's... Um, he... I wasn't, you know, I will say I wasn't quite sure. He was young, raw. He's well, he's still young. He's still only nineteen, but um, I, I wasn't wasn't that sure that he, you know, he would he would fit in. And and I think it was um, it was when Finney went off at um, uh, away at Home Church. I think he stepped up then, and you actually saw a lot of his recovery. I think in pre-season they've been playing him in, in trying him in the centre midfield, um, then left fullback, and 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 I think he can play there, but I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think in pre-season in a new team, um, you want to be in the centre midfield, you know, where we're playing the ball to you, pinging it at you, you know, and your first touch's got to be mustered and that type of thing. And I think he's coming to his own. I'm really impressed with him. I must admit, certainly Saturday. Um, and the second half, well, breaking minutes at Hornchurch, you know, it's um, so yeah, I've been and at Folkestone, I was, you know, it's I've been really impressed with him. So, Jake, I think is great. Um, you know, I've done it, I did a really good deal there getting him back. Um, and uh, you know, it was Big uh, mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like Jake, I've always liked Jake, and I think he's he's um. He's looking a beast as well now, and he's looking lean and mean. And you know, it's uh, I thought Saturday, I thought, oh no, what's happened to him? Surely we ain't lost him because I kept seeing him sort of um, hold his leg and that. And I thought he'd done a hamstring, and that. And I said to Craig afterwards, what's happened to Jake? Like, you know, I ain't brought him here, I ain't done all my agency work for nothing. <laughs> and he went, no, it's only cramping up where he ain't played a lot of football. So oh, it, was, um, it was fine. I think that's where we've where the new signings have, have maybe sort of suffered a little bit is they haven't had minutes. Like you say, Jake's hardly played. Brefo's hardly played. He didn't have a, you know, a lot of minutes in pre-season. So it's nice now that these guys are getting minutes, you're starting to see the best out of them. Yeah. 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 And I think that's why, Adam, like you say, he'll put a strong side out um, against Cray because they need they all need the minutes. You know, it's... Uh, mm. So... Yeah, they need to get their fitness levels up. So they'll all be playing. It'll be a strong side, I would think. Um, Who do you think starting up front then? It's got to be good. James Hull, probably, isn't it? Lloyd Dawes. Hang on, that's oh, a bit, that, that's that a bit hopeful, isn't it? it? <laughs> I'm hopeful. Maybe not yet. I mean, it, yeah, it's got to be James, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think if we set up similar to what we did at Lewis, you know, go with the one up top, and then, yeah, stick, stick with a wing back so we can pack the midfield or, you know, five at the back when they're attacking. I think that wouldn't be a bad plan because, you know, we, we know how good Cray are. I mean, I, I don't know whether they've strengthened this season, but they, they gave us a real game last season, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we, we've had easier FA Cup sort of first-round games, haven't we? Well, yeah, we'll see with me. It's the cup. I reckon James Hole hat-trick. I'll tell you what, that, that boy's um, minutes per goal is insane this season so far. You know, he, ha- he hasn't had a very long pre-season because he was injured for a couple. 
But yeah, he seems to come on 10 minutes, score a goal, come on, score a couple. <laughs> That's a good problem to have, isn't it? If you've got, if you've got that got that coming off the bench, we need it. Yeah. We need it, don't we? So. Yeah, I mean, big season for the lad and I think he's taking his chance every time he's in the first team, so. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Let's start. Right, let's talk about the Player of the Month award, Adam. Yes, yeah, the Supporters Club are running uh, Player of the Month both for the men's and the women's. You can vote online on our website or you can see Shannon at our kiosk that's by the Pilot Bar. And yeah, vote for your, your men's player and your women's player. The winner will get awarded a trophy by one of you guys that's voted. So we will pick out someone that's voted for the winning player, pick you out, and then just before um, the next game, we're aiming to do the next home game for the men's and it will be not the next one for the women to be the one after that. We're aiming to uh, to award the trophy on the pitch to the player. So they'll be out before the game presenting that player and, and that Scott White who does those lovely photos will be taking a pick of them, yeah? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Cool. Well, that sounds fantastic. Please get voting. We will... Um... Is it only for members of the, um, of the club or members of the... Um... Supporters Club. For this month, it's open to everybody. So we're going to let everyone vote. And then what it will be from there on, it will be members only. So it's one of them middle things. Another little perk to join in the Supporters Club, along with the discounted travel, discounted bar. You get to vote for your player of the month. Yeah. And yeah, you'll you'll be one of the, the ones that will be in the hat to award the trophy. Thank you, Smithy. Right. Well, thank you very much, Malcolm. You absolute saviour and top agent that you are. You need to keep me abreast of what's happening with Ross Barkley and, of course, Leon Pettit. He's still a free yeah, agent. Been... Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah and... He's got to get back to me, that Leon. Yeah, I mean, he's not returning your calls. Is that what you're saying? No, he's not. Um, he, I, I think he must change his number the amount of times I've called him with different clubs that are interested and he's just not coming back to me. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe we don't want him. I, I did see it with some uh, chips and a beer in hand on the, at the Lewis game. So uh, I don't know whether yeah, his heart's uh, in it. Yeah. yeah, I saw that then. I, last time I saw him was at uh, the Folkestone game and he was in the queue for some chips. Um, yeah. And I said, you know, is this is this the way to go, Leon? You know, and, uh, and I haven't heard from him since. So maybe, you know. Maybe he's chosen the, the burger over the use. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could it couldn't be as bad as the Paul Pogba situation. I mean, I mean, could it be that Leon's uh, discovered voodoo? Uh, I don't know if you've heard. Is there, have any of you heard about the Paul Pogba stuff? No. No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. In France, is a massive story that his brother, who's involved with like a mafia, his brother's involved with like some mafia and trying to extort money out of Pogba, right? And he said he's going to announce on telly. Um, all these revelations about Paul Pogba, right? And he and obviously Pogba said, "Look, you're just—he's a—he's no good. He's just trying to get money out of me." And one of the revelations have already come out is that that Pogba used voodoo on Mbappe to make him have a bad game. That's just—I mean, it's like you couldn't make it up. It's like, what is this? But this, well, you know, he lives in like a proper run down a state he used to anyway when he was a kid in France and that's fucked up there do you know what I mean it's that proper 
It's all run down in it in France. Well, yeah, some of it, but like, yeah, <laughs> like there's some serious stuff that happens there. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you want a client like that. You wouldn't want a client like that, um, Malcolm. No. So we no, call that perhaps out. Leon is into all that sort of thing. Well, this is what I was suggesting that possibly, you know, yeah. he put a hex on St. Leonard. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he'd do anything for a victory, but um, no chaps. Sorry. I, I, I need to uh, email this to the Sun, I think. The Sun Online will run this story. Oh, what? Leon, Leon Pettit yeah. is yeah. quite a hex yeah, on St. Leonard. Well, listen, Malcolm, thanks for your time. You're an absolute saviour. And Smithy, thanks for some of your time when you bothered to so, turn up. Sorry, sorry I was late. I was out doing exercise. Oh, was you? Okay. Right. Take care. See you at the game. Um, are you both going, Cray? I'll be at Cray. Yeah. yeah. I'll be at Cray. I won't be. Um, I'm working, but I might nip over and see uh, a bit of Westfield, Hollington. Uh, that's going to be a decent one, but... Take care, and eventually I'll see you again. Yes, mate. Yeah. yeah okay. mate. See, see you soon. later, Adam. Take yeah. care. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Let's be honest. If you can't make the Cray Cup game, get yourself down Westfield, Hollington. It will be a cracker. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show, or have any suggestions, or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at HUFCpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick, Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.